Welcome to A Learner's Journey. My name is Molly Sanders, and the goal of this podcast is to inspire and motivate you by connecting you with a variety of passionate horsewomen and men who have dedicated their lives to helping horses and their people. I'm grateful you're here. Welcome to part two of my interview with Christy Smith. If you haven't had a chance to listen or watch part one, I would recommend that you start there because we refer to a lot of the things in that part. And there's a link to it in the show notes. In this part of the interview, we explore Christy's new chapter as a happy horse, happy life instructor. She shares with us quite a bit about the program and how it's different from the Pirelli program and how it also is complimentary. She also shares about her new book, as well as ways that you can learn with her virtually and in person. I think you're gonna enjoy the second part of the interview. This past year, or I, yeah, it was just a, almost a year ago, or no, it was more, it was a year ago. You decided, yeah, a little over. Yeah, because um, it ended up that we uh, did, made this decision on the same day without knowing that we were both. Yeah, doing we didn't know. This. Yeah. yeah. So you decided to um, not be a Pirelli instructor anymore, and um, and then soon after that, you joined uh, Linda Pirelli with her Happy Horse Happy Life program. And I know a lot of folks are curious about um, that program and, and how it's different. And then also how they complement each other. Um, mm-hmm. So what, what's the experience been like and what could, you, what could you share about it with people? Sure. Um, it's been a great experience. I, I feel like, um, you know, I, I've been a student of Linda since 2004. My first um, Pirelli, um, you know, student experience was with Linda at a tour stop in Council Bluffs, Iowa. Maxie was two, um, and and I could not get her to go, and that's what our lesson was about, um, and that's where it all started for me. So, you know, she's been my go-to experience um, for horsemanship for a long time. I've had lots of other really great, um, mentors, both in and out of the Pirelli program as well, but, um, she's kind of been the base of everything I've, I've learned and and explored for for a a lot of that. And, um, having her be in a position now where she can take everything that she's learned over the last, you know, whatever it's been 30, 35 years, and then interpret it her way and not need anybody's permission or, you know, spin or, you know, polish on it or whatever. Like just, it's just, it's completely from her and her experiences and the way that she sees things um, has been really exciting to watch. Uh, You know, there's parts of that that are arduous, right? Um, We're we're supposed to have 10 modules by now and and we only have five, Uh Um, but I mean, she's literally starting from scratch and, very deliberately trying to make something that's uniquely her own. So that of course is going to take time, but, um, you know, Linda is, um, more of a teacher than she is a horseman mm-hmm. and she's pretty dang good with horses. Right. Mm-hmm. But her passion is actually for teaching. Mm-hmm. And so everything that she's developed, um, in the last year and a half has been around, how do I help more people, have more joyful experiences with their horses. And, um, you know, her, her focus has been on 
not as much of what do we do, but how and why do we do it, you know, and helping people understand um, that things like connection can be talked, right? A lot of people have the perception that, you know, that it's this mystical thing that um, either you have it or you don't sort of belief. And um, a lot of times if, if the, the program that we're following is task-based, um, we end up doing a lot of things that push our horses away from us. <clears throat> and then we wonder why we can't get them to come back. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or, you know, we wonder why they look out when we send them on a circle and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that's just the, that's the base. That's the foundation. Everything begins with connection. And I love that, that mm-hmm. you, you know, that's step one. If you don't have that thing, then um, nothing else is really going to go very well for you. Um, and it, it builds on itself from there. And it builds in a way that always puts your horse's willingness first, not just can they get it done, but how and why are they doing it? And, uh, or if they're not, you know, why, and, you know, let's give them a better deal. And that's, it's right out front. It's not like this thing that happens as a byproduct. Eventually you'll figure it out because of the system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's the first thing that gets taught. And, um, I, I just feel like, um, everything that I've learned in the last, you know, 25 years studying horsemanship, it, it it now is actually starting to make more sense. It's, it's easier to teach. It's, it's less, um, you know, there's fewer tasks in the list that like things to get good at. Mm -hmm. And, and it ends up being a lot more like applicable to, you know, no matter what thing you want to do. So, you know, over the years, Pirelli sort of became, um, a discipline, right. Mm-hmm. It became almost, you know, like, uh, I, I'm a dressage rider. I'm a rainer. I'm a cutter. I'm a jumper. Oh, I right. do Pirelli. Right. Right. Like it was a separate thing right. from all these other things. And so, um, the, you know, so if somebody came into the program and, oh, I'm a jumper, how does this apply to me? It was hard to make those connections. It didn't, um, it wasn't like a natural blend. Right. I, I know now that they're, you know, they do blend, but mm-hmm. you know, um, if you were new into the program, it'd be hard to see how they can, you know, support each other where Linda's program, I think would be an excellent, you know, combination with the Pirelli program. Um, if everybody could learn to play nice. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, I am, I have been forever and will always be wildly um, impressed by the sequence of the Pirelli program, it, the mm-hmm. way that, you know, step one, this, and then that, and then this and that. And then by the time, you know, you get to level four, um, if you've included the psychology, right, you have a really well-rounded um, foundation on your horse and you can go do any of those things you want to do. Right. Um, so I feel like if Pirelli is the what that you want to do, if you do it, in conjunction with happy horse, you know, that, that, that happy horse is the how and the why you do this, what that mm-hmm. those two things together would be, um, I'm, I'm already experiencing it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Maxie's, you know, my level four horse, she does all the what's, mm-hmm. um, which probably wouldn't do all the what's right now. She's kind of fat, but <laughs> <laughs> if she was fit enough, um, she could do all the what's even at right. 20 years old. 
But now that I'm filling in some of these little bits and pieces around just core behaviors like connection, relaxation, and responsiveness, um, it's making those level four things even more special, right? That, you know, we're getting good flexion now and um, less resistance and better expression and all of those things. So I think that they would go really well together, Mm -hmm. you know, and maybe someday after the the smoke clears a little bit, (laughs) we can learn to play with each other a little bit better. But um, yeah, I think they would go really well together. Right. And I think it's cool too, because, you know, a lot of people that are listening to this um, are students of Pirelli and um, have been, you know, following the levels program. And I think it's really helpful to hear that it's not a replacement. It's not like, oh, okay, do away with that. It's no good. It's like, it's an amazing program keep going and this can take it even further. Right. You know, I think think that, yeah. Well, well, for me, like one of the biggest pieces has been to get this horse to level four was no small feat, Mm -hmm. right? Like to get a shorter mule to level four, Mm -hmm. not the easiest thing. Now that I have horses that are easier to motivate, I'm like, Mm -hmm. holy crap, I made it hard on myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But one of the things that I'm most proud of with her is that um, even before Linda's program, um, she still would meet me at the gate and she still played with me, right? Mm-hmm. We, she had good expression um, and, and didn't like see me and go, oh God, here she comes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that happened a lot with, with people who were ambitious about getting to level four, that by mm-hmm. the time they got their horse to level four, they often sold them. That happened a lot in the, in the day because the, the, you know, the, the journey to get there was so arduous and difficult that by the time, you know, it was achieved, um, the partners didn't want to be together anymore. Right. And, and, um, I feel like if you got there in conjunction with the, the happy horse program, um, you could get there still in love with each other, you know, and, be able to use all that really great experience and knowledge, um, and take it even further, you know, right. versus like, Oh, I don't want to play with that horse anymore because it was just too hard. Right. That's really, that's really great. Um, cause one of the things that I've been curious about, like you mentioned, um, with Linda's program, the first module is connection, which is amazing. And, but for someone that's either, you know, they're just, they're just starting out or they're brand new to the program, um, and that, you know, they don't know, they haven't used a stick and string or, you know, they don't yeah. know any of the games, any of that. Um, would they be able to be successful in Linda's program or do you feel like they need an additional piece? Yeah. It, yeah. That, and Linda's aware of that, that her program isn't very well suited to those people that like, you know, an adult, it's my first horse. I've never held this rope or this stick before um nobody does that better than Pirelli that you know they already have it nailed there's there's no reason to go reinventing the wheel Mm -hmm. and I have more than once many times you know over the last year recommended those people I'm like listen I'm not the right instructor for you right now Mm -hmm. I don't teach that program anymore but Mm -hmm. here's a list of people who do you should you should really go and um you know gain some of those basic skills first Right. That's really, I think that's really great. Um, and that then those folks would feel safe to then come back and 
be ready to learn those things. Huh. Um, yeah. yeah, that's, that's very cool. How you might've already answered this a little bit, but I'm going to ask you anyway, like, how are you seeing it help the students that, cause you've, you kind of have the benefit probably of a lot of your students, you were leading through the Pirelli program and probably mm -hmm. are fairly advanced in the program. Now you're bringing, um, what Linda's, uh, teaching, how are you seeing it benefit them? I, I think that the most important thing for me with students is I want people to be independent of me. I don't have the kind of business where it even logistically is very realistic for, you know, weekly lessons or anything like that. I've never been like, I'm not the cute and cuddly instructor, right? Mm -hmm. If you sign up for one of my clinics or camps, um, I hope you're coming because you want to learn something and um, be better at the end of it than you were at the beginning of it. Now, I hope we have some fun while we do it, mm -hmm. but that's not my goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm not, you know, actively trying to not be fun, but at the same time, my goal is for people to have skills that they didn't have before they came or at least have access to them, you know, a pathway to get to those skills. And so, you know, I always assess my effectiveness or, or success as a coach by, you know, what people are able to do when I'm not there. And, um, that, that Linda's program is perfectly laid out for that kind of teaching, right? It, it, that's exactly how it is designed is, you know, that's how, well, that's what we're all hoping for is that, you know, that your online studies kind of, you know, can sustain you in between lessons and lessons don't need to be weekly in order for you to feel satisfied or successful as a student. Um, and I, you know, I think that people do a lot better when they know why they're doing what they're doing. Right. And so I'm the, the kind of puzzle solver I am is often reverse engineering, right? So here's my goal. I tried it and, the, and it sucked. <laughs> okay. Now let's figure out, let's figure out why it sucked. Like what, what about it sucked and what pieces are missing and how can I pull that piece out here, fix it, and then put it all back together. And, you know, that's, that's just how Linda's um, program is designed. So, you know, the place to start is, the core behaviors would be responsiveness, relaxation, and um, connection. So, you know, I think that a lot of the time it's pretty easy if, you know, with just a little bit of coaching for you to be able to go, you know what, the reason why that didn't work was because my horse was dull or because my horse was tight or because my horse was looking for a way out. <laughs> and then you go to that module and you go, oh, these are the strategies I use to get my horse more responsive, to get my horse more relaxed or to get my horse more connected to me. And so I'm going to make a program of whichever piece is the problem, you know, seven to 10 days, a couple of two or three weeks. I'm going to, I'm only going to do that thing. And then I'm going to try my, my puzzle again and see how it works. And um, you might find, well, I fixed the connection, but now he's dull, mm -hmm. <laughs> it, you know, and you can, you know, keep um, hashing it out that way. And then, you know, layer upon layer after that, after you get those three core behaviors working, then the rest of them are pretty sequential to, um, you know, build in a, a really strong, um, teachable horse. It's, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily like 
like once you get through all 10 modules, like you're ready to go do a sport, you, but what you have is a horse who's ready to go learn any sport you might want to learn. Like it's just a, a high school education. Right. Right. And that's you know, really Pirelli great. could be that sport. Okay. That's, that's really great. Cause it, I mean, what I'm hearing you say is that it's like, if you have a task, um, like trailer loading or flying changes or, you know, yeah. fill in the blank yeah. with, with, with Pirelli, um, it's very task-based, right? Which, which is one of its strengths because it gives you things to Absolutely. do, and, right? Um, but what, what I'm hearing you say is that it then helps you take that task and figure out why is this not working and Reverse then what engineering. you do about it. Yeah, exactly. Well, exactly what you just uh, described. Um, and then I'm going to take these, these strategies and apply it back to the task and voila, um, have the, the task, not just the task completed, but have a, a happy horse, responsive, connected, relaxed horse doing right. the task. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, yeah. that's really cool. Which, which Pirelli has in it, right. It's woven in and, um, and a lot of it, thanks to, you know, what Linda shared, you know, she's not, she is Pirelli, right? She is a big part of the program. Um, but what I'm understanding is that, you know, she's just taken that and, you know, made it right. Like you said, her yeah. own and in its forefront. And, um, so that's really exciting. And now it's time for a short commercial break. It's hard to believe that it's been almost two years since I embarked on this new adventure of putting together virtual clinics. They've become such a special way to study with a variety of horsemen and women from no matter where you are in the world. I'm excited to let you know about the newest virtual learning opportunity coming your way March 19th. Raising the Bar Virtually is a chance for you to learn with two of the most dedicated and accomplished horse developers I know, John and Kathy Barr. In this three-week interactive clinic, they'll introduce you to a framework of five key ingredients to have with your horse while riding. Not only will you learn how to practice these key elements, but you'll learn why they're important and how they can inform you about your horse's mental, emotional, and physical state. You'll build more refined communication while riding and a better understanding of how to improve for the future. You can learn more at shinealightproductions.net. I hope you'll join us. And now back to the interview with Christy. So you, you mentioned your book and yeah. um, we talked a while back and we were both working on, um, I, I started helping a little bit with the book and it, I was like, I'm out. I can't do it. It's too big. It's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. I've only written like 10 pages and I thought I was done. <laughs> and you, I'm so impressed that you completed it, that you, that you took it on. It's such a ginormous undertaking and it's your second yeah. book, right? Cause you have another book about your story that right. is out. So I'll make sure that people know about both of these and how to get them and everything. Um, but this latest one that you collaborated with Linda on, um, it's emotional fitness. Yeah. Uh, hold on. This is the, Ooh, um, cool. right? it's the, it's the not for sale copy. Okay. Uh, it's, it's out now. You can get the real copies now, but this is like for me to proofread. Oh, it's um, awesome. 
so it's how how to develop emotional fitness in horses by Very christy cool. smith and linda perilli <laughs> i know so right good. yeah um yeah so it's all mm, mm, wow curious, at, excited it's beautiful <laughs> yeah i love it i'm really excited um yeah. it's a you know um it's been an interesting process both with my um becoming me is my my storybook about my life but mm-hmm. um writing something like this is a really vulnerable um process and um it really you know uh, opens yourself up for criticism and <laughs> ridicule and things like that so i'm a little nervous because it's only just been released and i've only had one person um you know write to me about what they thought and that was positive so that was good but um it it was a very arduous process and you know what I have to be sure that everybody understands is I didn't write every word in this book right so Mm -hmm. a lot of it is is Linda's writing and Mm -hmm. a lot of it's mine too it's probably about Mm -hmm. 50 50 Mm -hmm. um in this one um it did take a lot longer than I thought it would take um I think uh, you know the book came out to this one the way it's printed, it came out to, you know, 278 pages. Oh my God. So that's a lot, that's That's a a lot lot of pages, but, and, 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 um, some of the other manuals are more, uh, sort of like how to manuals. So they have more like instructional pictures. Right. And I don't have as many pictures. That's a lot of words in mine. Right. (laughs) And they're small, Um, they're little ones. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the font size in this one's only probably like nine or 10, 12, maybe. Um, yeah. So it's not like double spaces, big letters and stuff, but, um, you know, I mean, everything that we talked about in the first segment of this interview, um, is expanded on in here. And so I'm obviously passionate about it. And, um, you know, it's like a big deal to me and something that, you know, um, I've been researching and, and studying, um, for a long time, since 2005, I would say, um, so I'm glad to have done it. It took a year, uh, right out about a year um, to, to do. Um, and I've agreed to do another one. Awesome. <laughs> um, I don't know. <laughs> I started. I have started it. So that's good. Um, so, you know, it, it, it was a lot of work for sure. Uh, I won't deny that at all. And Shane would definitely tell you, like, he was relieved when, you know, the writing part of it was done and all it came down to was like editing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm, I'm an, can be a difficult person to be around when I have like a, a task looming over my head. Right. Um, so I did, I did, um, sacrifice a lot of personal lifetime, um, <laughs> to get this thing, um, out there. But, um, I, I, you know, so far I feel really good about it. I can't wait for more people to have it in their hands and to get more feedback. I, you know, I truly honestly, hope that it helps people and horses, right. That it helps people to better understand themselves mm-hmm. so that they can then have more empathy for their horses. It's, it's right. when we get too um, sort of disassociated from our own personal struggles and not realize how much that is affecting this, you know, very sensitive animal. It's just a, you know, it's just a misunderstanding after, after misunderstanding and everybody gets, scared or frustrated and um it just doesn't have to be that way it does take some work right you know to um get to know yourself better and and try to train yourself first so that you can be a better trainer for your horse like Mm -hmm. that's to me um the only way to to 
ethically get it done. Right. <laughs> right. Well, it's really cool. I'm excited that you that you completed it. And I think it <laughs> is, I'm sure it's helped people already. Um, but I'm hoping that, you know, people that are watching this will know, because sometimes when I listen to podcast interviews and people will share different things like what you did, it's like, oh, it's awesome, but I want to know more. So I'm always really excited yeah. when someone has written a book and I usually, you know, order it and read it. So, you know, I'm hoping that that's will happen and I'll be ordering it too. Cause I have not, I haven't, I don't have it yet. So, um, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. Um, can you tell what the next one, what the topic is on the next one? Or is that? Uh, confidence. So, oh, cool. it, so this one, um, is just, you know, as a, as a more general about all emotions. Right. Um, but the next one is gonna, I'm going to narrow it down to just confidence, both for humans and then for horses. So to be like, and this one is kind of too, where like the first half of it is about our, our awareness about ourselves and some mm -hmm. strategies for our own personal emotional fitness. Mm -hmm. And then the second half is more is about horse training. Right. And, uh, so then, yeah, the next one will be about confidence. Yeah. That'll be huge. That that's awesome. That's really cool. So, um, uh, how can, how can people find out about you? Um, my website is the coach Okay. And that will, that will link you to all my social media pages. But if you search coach Christy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all of that stuff, I should pop up. I'm pretty sure I'll pop up. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm on all of those platforms. I'm, you can search for whatever podcast, um, platform you use. You should be able to search for coach Christy. You might have to add horses like coach Christy horses. Mm -hmm. um, for podcasts. Cause there's a couple other coach Christie's out there that coach other things. Like okay. there's one, I think that's a basketball coach. <laughs> awesome. Um, uh, but my picture, my picture is on mine coach. Christie. Okay. So I have a, a, a podcast and, um, website and YouTube channel, the whole thing. So, um, I'm available in all of those spaces. Awesome. And then, um, of course, um, you know, I, I hope that you connect with happy horse, happy life. And that, you know, you just go to happy horse, happy life.com. And, um, I contribute a lot to that platform as well. So I write articles and, you know, try to answer questions when I can and things like that on in, in that, um, venue as well. That's, that's awesome. And it, and it's a, it's a community, like it, if people yeah. are in there, they're interacting with all the instructors and Linda and, there's information yep. that comes out, um, periodic or a lot, not periodically. It's lots weekly. Of yeah. 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 So yeah. Really well, cool. daily really, but yeah. Yeah. And then right now you're, you're coaching people virtually like online. Is that yeah. right? So people can work with you that way. And then when the weather gets better, they can come to you and you're doing a little yeah. bit of traveling. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you know, um, uh, prior to all of this, you know, the pandemic and also the, you know, the transitions that we've been through in our organizations and stuff, mm -hmm. um, all of those things caused me to have to stay home. And now I realize I want to stay home. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I've had a good run of being, you know, the international traveling clinician. It mm -hmm. was fun. I, I want, I don't regret a single day of it. It was a blast and mm -hmm. I will do still do some, a couple here, you know, I have, you know, hopes to do 
Oh, a few, not many next yeah. year where I'll travel. I am going to be in the Pacific Northwest most likely um, in July this awesome. year. So Charlie Johnson is my host there and yeah. um, he's hosted me there like for 10 years. I think this year is our 10th or 11th one to do. Wow. Um, and I just really enjoy that group there and Charlie yeah. and Tina are, you know, have become really good friends and, you know, then depending on travel restrictions I still hope to get to go to Australia in November but I was also hoping to go in March and we had to push it back okay. to November so right um we'll see but the most <coughs> the most likely thing would be for for people to join my online um program um and last year I called it internet interns mm -hmm. um but this year I'm calling it um head trainer training so I've laid it out and you don't you can still participate in the program without following my little process, but, um, you know, the people who, who decided to leave Pirelli for more like philosophical reasons are floundering a little bit by not having a list of tasks. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I came up with much smaller lists and, um, I laid it out in three stages. So, I thought to myself, if I had someone here as an apprentice, what would I want them to be able to do and know if they were um, an apprentice? And then the next stage up from there would be assistant trainers. And then um, head trainers are people that I would trust with my horses and um, which is very few. <laughs> um, and you know, if a, a maybe a little bit more complicated horse came along, I, I would trust you to like, give them a good deal. And, and I I'd be okay with you saying that you're part of my program. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that program this year, I'm calling head trainer training. Okay. So the, the, the commitment has to be for the year. It's not, you know, um, a jump in and jump out kind of scenario. Like I, I'm not really interested in like just helping you fix a one-off, you know, if I know you already, I will, of course, mm -hmm. but, um, I'd rather have an opportunity like to really help you make some measurable progress. Um, so that, that takes a year long commitment, but that's, that's going to be who that's going to be the program that I'm going to utilize the most, um, for teaching in, in this year. And then the um, other service that I provide, I call my personal progress program or P3 mm -hmm. for short. And that's, you know, for people who can come here and ride with me in person. So that's modeled after what it's like for me when I go to ride with Linda. Mm -hmm. So the hours are the same and the sort of the format is the same in that, mm -hmm. you know, the barn hours are from nine to one. We'll start each day with a chat, you know, my share some theory with you and do some simulations and then we'll play online, but primarily as a warm up to ride and then ride mm -hmm. and then, you know, be done by about one o'clock. So it's about four hours worth of instruction, but mm -hmm. you know, then that's it for the day. Cause I find that when people, I don't want to do clinics here cause then mm -hmm. it makes home feel like work. Mm -hmm. And then, so if it's just like one, two or three people here and we do two sessions a day, like you would in a clinic or a camp, the horses are burnt out by yeah. about day three. Right. Um, so I just don't like that. I don't like that feeling. I don't like doing it. It burns me out. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, you know, I can't, I'm not financially in a position to just like, okay, I'm not going to do clinics anymore. Mm -hmm. So I've developed a new skill set. 
um, over the last year, um, I did some digging, you know, like what, you know, it was hard for me to not be a Pirelli instructor. I defined mm -hmm. myself by that title for a long time, right. but letting go of that title and realizing that's not who I am. It was a thing I did, but it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. and I'm, you know, I'm grateful for the experience, you know, not at all. Um, wouldn't do it a, anything differently, mm -hmm. but now that that's not who I am anymore, it opens me up to, I can be a lot of things, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's, uh, you know, a lot of stuff I like and I'm like well what do you like where you know like where do you spend a lot of time in, um in your spare time if you're like mentally doodling mm -hmm. what I do is I spend a lot of time on real estate websites um uh, so for the last few months I've been taking online courses and all I have to do now is choose a broker and I will be licensed as a real estate agent so oh, wow. um, yeah yeah I'm really excited about it you know, Shane and I are the kind of people that when we have been, it drives our families nuts. Um, we buy a place like where we're at now, which we absolutely love. Mm -hmm. um, but within about five, six, seven years, we've done all that our resources will allow us to do to improve the property. Mm -hmm. And then we get bored. Mm -hmm. um, so every five to seven years or so, we just get itchy and end up selling it and buying someplace else that's like a fixer upper. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe if I do this instead, I won't have to move in five years. <laughs> right. Right. Because what I want to do is specialize in properties like the one that we have, right. Acreages that are for hobby farmers, horse lovers, or hunters, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, be able to not just sell people an acreage, but also be able to, you know, give them some advice around, um, you know, for, you know, Shane could, talk to them about food plots and mm -hmm. um, tree stands and, you know, looking for sign and stuff like that, where okay. I'd speak more on like, you know what, you're going to want water closer to this barn because dragging a hose from clear over there to over here is going to really suck in the winter time. And right. you're going to need power in that building because you're going to need, you know, a, a, a tank heater, stuff like that, you know. That's and, really cool. Yeah. So I, I really want to, um, be more than just a, a realtor. I want to be able to, you know, help people, it, you know, I think a lot of times people, especially these days, it feels like lots of people are, are interested in sort of like the off grid lifestyle. And then they mm -hmm. buy an acreage and go, Holy crap. what did I do? Right. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot, a lot to um, figure out in that process. Yeah. And I'd love for it to be um, a little bit less scary and right. I'd be happy to help. I'll help out with that. So yeah, probably That's in the next cool. couple of weeks, I'll choose a broker and um, hopefully get started here real soon. That's so that's another reason why I don't want to travel because I have this other thing now I'm going to really dive into hard. And then right. um, also having when people come to ride with me two sessions a day, then makes it real hard to squeeze in right. realtor things. So, right. Yeah. So if you want, if you want horsemanship, horsemanship help, you can search for Coach Christy. And if you're in the Iowa yep. area and you're looking for property, look her up. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you um, spending all this time and sharing so much. I, I know that I, I have a lot to chew on and I know people are going to get a lot <laughs> out of listening to this. So thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate being asked. I'm happy to be here. 
All right, that is a wrap for part two of my interview with Christy. There are links in the show notes for you of how to find out about the books that Christy mentioned and how to find out about learning more with her. And I just want to say thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you found some things for your own journey. And if you haven't already, make sure to either follow the podcast or subscribe to the YouTube channel, or you could do both. And a good way to uh, stay in touch with me and find out about these podcasts and a whole bunch of other uh, inspiring pieces of information is to sign up for my weekly newsletter, and it's called A Learner's Journey. There's a link to sign up for that in the show notes as well. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and thank you for spending part of it with us.